Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so glad that I can spend time with you to encourage you with the scriptures. Let us pray, Father. We thank you so much, Lord, that you will speak to all of us and build our faith up and help us to see the circumstances in our life with your perspective, Lord. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, Amen. In this time of encouragement, I would like to talk about being under your feet. Something wrong in your life, problem in your life, or sickness, setback, disappointment, or anything that the devil try to attack you, is under your feet. First Corinthians chapter fifteen verse twenty-seven, the Bible say, "For he has put everything under his feet." God the Father has put everything under Jesus' feet. And we are the body of Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus live in us. Now, when it say that everything has been put under Him, it is clear that this does not include God, the Father Himself, who put everything under Christ. The Bible say that everything is under Jesus' feet. He has authority over every problem, every. Things that come from sin, darkness, and the devil. This is the truth of life. How we see our difficulties and problems very often will determine whether or not we get out of them. When we face challenges and things that come against us, it is easy to get overwhelmed, discouraged, upset, and. Feeling defeated, and then we start to think, "Oh, this problem is never going to work out and to go away. I would just have to learn to live with it. I would always be defeated. This is a lot of my life. That kind of negative thinking or defeated thinking not only pushes us down, but It stops God from working and helping us, because we receive everything from God by faith. That kind of thinking is a thinking of doubt. It's going to attract fear, worry, defeat, and doubt. Many people settle for mediocrity or less than the best that God has. God wants to give a super abundant life and victory, and favor. You have to change your perspective. If you are going to live in victory, you have to see every sickness, every obstacle, and every temptation as being under your feet. It's no match for you. You have the greater one on the inside of you. The one who lives on the inside of you, the Spirit of Jesus, is greater than the one that is in the world. Every problem in your life, 
addiction, sickness, poverty, problem, mountain in your life must not keep you from your destiny. If you have the spirit of faith, and you have defeated them through Christ Jesus, all the problems and all the difficulties and setback are under your feet, and God. Is going to use those things as a stepping stone to take you higher. It's just a matter of time before you break through to a new level. I myself, when I moved to the U.S., I was speaking English with very poor accent. Many nurses and doctors could not understand me. People looked down on me, and many surgeons. Thought that I would not make it in America. I had two choices. I looked down on myself, and thought that I'm not going to make it in the U.S. Or I think, oh, this problem, my poor English accent, my lack of understanding of American culture, are under my feet. God going to raise me up. God going to teach me. God going to help me to speak English better. God will give me favor, and with that attitude, I was able to overcome those things, and eventually, my boss promoted me to become the chief resident only in one year, and I became the boss of many many other American doctors in a short period of time. You see, it is my attitude that dictates my future. I need to have the attitude of faith, and I believe that any obstacle or difficulty in my life is under my feet. I am a part of the body of Jesus Christ. I would like to read the story of the two attitudes: the attitude of doubt and the attitude of faith. I would like to read from Numbers chapter thirteen, verses seventeen to thirty-three. Then Moses. Sent them to spy out the land of Canaan, and said to them, "Go up this way into the south, and go up to the mountains, and see what the land is like. Whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak, few or many. Whether the land they dwell in is good or bad. Whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or strongholds." Whether the land is rich or poor, and whether there are forests there or not, be of good courage, and bring some of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the season of the first ripe grapes, so they went up and spied out the land from the wilderness of Zin as far as Rehob, near the entrance of Hamath, and they went up through the south. And came to Hebron, Ahiman, Shishai, and Talmai, and the descendants of Anak were there. Now Hebron was built seven years before Zoan in Egypt. Then they came to the valley of Eshkol, and they cut down a branch with one cluster of grapes. They carry it between. Two of them on a pole. Wow! One cluster of grapes was so big that 
need two men to carry. Very prosperous land, the land of Canaan. They also brought some of the pomegranates and figs. The place was called the Valley of Eshcol because of the cluster which the men of Israel cut down there. And they returned from spying out the land. After forty days, now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. They brought back word to them. And to all the congregation, and showed them all the fruit of the land. Then they told him and said, "We went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. Nevertheless, now look at their comment. They see giant. They see problem there, <laughs> and they have the spirit of doubt, and they." Have the defeated mentality. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, "Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it." You see, Caleb had the spirit of faith, and he knew that all those big cities and the giants were under his feet. He had the overcoming spirit. But the men who had gone up with him said, "We are not able to go up against the people." For they are stronger than we, and they gave the children of Israel the bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, "The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants, and all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. There we saw the giants, the descendant of Anak, came from the giants." And we were like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in their sight. These children of Israel, the ten spies, thought that they were under the feet of the giants, but Caleb thought that the giant and the fortified cities were under his feet. You can see the difference in the mentality here. The Victor mentality and the defeat mentality. Look at Numbers chapter fourteen. I want to read from verse one. So all the congregation lift up their voices. They listen to the bad news, and they follow the ten spies in their unbelief and cry. And the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron. And the whole congregation said to them, "If only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had died in this wilderness, why has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword, that our wife and children should become victims?" Wow, they have a very defeated mentality. 
they thought that the problem and the giants in the promised land, the land of Canaan, could have pushed them down, killed them, and destroyed them. Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt? So they said to one another, "Let us select a leader and return to Egypt." They rebel against Moses too. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes, and they spoke to all the congregation. Of all the children of Israel, saying, "The land we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, then He will bring us into this land and give it to us—a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord. You rebel against the Lord by having doubt and talking against leader and." Talking against the promise of God, no fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Their protection has departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. I like what Joshua and Caleb say. They believe that the situation in the promised land were under their feet. They are overcomers. They are victors. And all the congregation said to stone them with stones. Now the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle. The Lord was very upset with the children of Israel, who spoke words of doubt. The tabernacle of meeting before all the children of Israel. Verse eleven. Then the Lord said to Moses, "How long will these people reject me, and how long will they not believe me?" With all the signs which I have performed among them, I will strike them with the pestilence and disinherit them, and I will make of you a nation greater and mightier than they. And Moses said to the Lord, "Then the Egyptians will hear it, for by your might you brought these people up from among them, and they will tell it to the inhabitants of this land. They have heard that you." Lord, are among these people that you, Lord, are seen face to face, and your cloud stands above them, and you go before them in a pillar of cloud by day and in a pillar of fire by night. Now, if you kill these people as one man, then the nations which have heard of your fame will speak, saying, because. The Lord was not able to bring these people to the land which He swore to give them. Therefore, He killed them in the wilderness. In other words, the Gentiles will look down on God if God killed these people. And now I pray, let the power of my Lord be great, just as you have spoken, saying, "The Lord is long-suffering and abundant in mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression." But he, by no means, clears the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers of the children, on the children to the third and fourth generation. Pardon the iniquity of these people. I pray, according to the greatness of your mercy, just as you have forgiven these people from Egypt even until now. Then the Lord said, 
I have pardoned and according to your word. But truly, as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord, because all these men who have seen my glory and the signs which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness and have put me to the test now these ten times and have not heeded my voice. They certainly shall not see the land of which I swore to their fathers, nor shall any of those who rejected me see it. But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit, Caleb had a different spirit. He had a spirit of faith. He believed that the problem was under his feet. Has followed me fully, I will bring into the land where he went, and his descendant shall inherit it. Now the Amalekites and the Canaanites dwell in the valley tomorrow, turn and move out into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation who complain against me? I have heard the complaints which the children of Israel make against me. When you began to talk doubt, in fact, you are speaking against God. Therefore, please don't speak doubt. Speak faith. Believe that Jesus is in you. And the problem is under his feet and under your feet. Let us become a man and a woman of faith like Caleb and Joshua. Look at verse 29. The carcasses of you who have complained against me shall fall in this wilderness. All of you who were numbered according to your entire number from 20 years old and above, except for Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, the son of Nun, you shall by no means enter the land which I swore I would make you dwell in. But your little ones whom you said would be victims, I will bring in, and they shall know the land which you have despised. But as for you, your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness, and your sons shall be shepherds in the wilderness forty years, and bear the brunt of your infidelity, until your carcasses are consumed in the wilderness, according to the number of the days in which you spied out the land. Forty days. For each day you shall bear your guilt one year, namely forty years, and you shall know my rejection. I, the Lord, have spoken this, and I will surely do so to all this evil congregation who are gathered together against me. In this wilderness they shall be consumed, and there they shall die. Now the men whom Moses sent to spy out the land, who return and make all the congregation complain against him by bringing a bad report of the land. Those very men who brought the evil report about the land died by the plague before the Lord. And Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephunneh remained alive of the men who went to spy out the land. My brother and sister, let us choose today to become the generation of Joshua and Caleb. Let us confess and believe every problem 
every sickness, every attack of the enemy. All the problems in our life are under our feet. We are the victors. We are not the victims. Let us speak faith. Let's have faith in the power of God. Let us pray. Father, thank you that your words say that you have put all negative things, every sickness, every obstacle, and temptation under our feet. Thank you, Lord, that we don't have to just learn to live with those things or put up with them. I declare that all of these challenges are under our feet and we have victory over them. The day will come that we will see a complete victory by your grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. I believe the word of God encourages you and you will walk by faith and have a victor mentality. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much. I will see you again in other teachings. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.